Welcome to Leave Me in the Movies, Cinema Scene and Elements of Madness. I am Noel T. Manning II, and we always want to just say thank you for spending time with us. Uh, we review films, we bring in hot topics, and we also have interviews with filmmakers that you need to know. And today, Danielle Deadweiler, you need to get to know Danielle if you don't know her. Danielle, how are you? Oh, man. Thank you, Noah. I'm doing very, very well. I'm happy to be chit-chatting with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am very happy to have you with us. Uh, your film, uh, The Devil to Pay, is one that people need to see. Mm-hmm. And your acting is some of the best acting I have seen all year. And I'm talking mainstream, indie, theater, it doesn't matter, stage. You really owned this film and i'm looking forward to talking to you about that a little bit later so i just wanted no, to get want that to out there on, go ahead and put some more sugar in my bowl <laughs> <laughs> oh man i from the from the opening scene i'm telling you the opening scene i, I never took my eyes off of you and um, you were stunning absolutely stunning in this and so looking forward to talking about that but first i, I would love for our listeners uh, to get a chance to get to know who Danielle Deadweiler is and how your love of acting happened. Where, where did all that come from? Uh, no, I started out in dance at like four or five years old. I did, my mother was the root of me getting into the arts. Um, and dance was a natural segue to theater because it was very much a part of, you know, the, those early years and experience, um, in Atlanta. Um, I'm a born and raised Atlanta. I'm from the West Side, Capital View Community, off of Stewart Avenue. Y'all don't know nothing about that. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, and, 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 and that, you know, the Atlanta art scene in the 1990s and the late 80s um, was the ticket, right? Like, and that was a defining uh, time for black folks in Atlanta, and it was a defining time for the arts, and that was what I grew up in. And so I was being taught by, you know, supreme um, artists at the time, from dance to theater, um, the Atlanta uh, Street Theater, uh, dance with Total Dance Theater, Gary Harrison, I went to Stoneman College, uh, went to Grady High School, all of these places were a very interdisciplinary uh, approach to the kind of artist and actor that I am today. And so I'm deeply rooted in Atlanta, deeply rooted in Southern um, Southern cultural upbringing. Uh, and and that's 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 where I come from. And and then I began to open up once I went to um, to grad school and, and you know thought I was going to do more academically driven things and and uh, got an MFA in creative writing, you know, MA in history. I wasn't studying acting after a particular amount of time. It was like, uh-huh. oh, let me blend the academics with the arts. Yeah. But that's the thing about the arts. They'd be like, hey, excuse me, who do you think you are and where do you think you're going? <laughs> so I'm going to need you to come back, right? So I did the academic thing, taught elementary school for two years, traversed back to saying, you know, no, the arts is the defining quality of my life, and that is something that I have to carry forth. It is a mission. It is um, a spiritual uh, undertaking that I will continue with for the rest of my life, I, I, I gather. Yeah. In various so, mediums, so yeah. So, so, what is it about the arts? Because you you mentioned you mentioned dance, you mentioned theater, and and I really think you nailed it when you were talking about the late '80s and early '90s. I have some musician friends who really found their mark 
in the Atlanta scene during that time period, and they got mm-hmm. some incredible opportunities because the arts across the board in the Atlanta area, Decatur and Stone Mountain, all of those were really blossoming during that time period. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the arts was just an indelible part of life at the time. It, you know, it's it and it was it was it was um, curated by a, a multitude of folks. Like it was happening from the city, but it was also happening at, in, in, in institutions. There were folks who were coming up with their own companies. There was the National Black Arts Festival. Like that was the ticket. The Olympics came at a certain time. You know, right. um, there was a lot of things happening. So as a kid, I was able to participate in all of that stuff. My mama was one hell of a mama. You know, she pushed <laughs> for her children to be a part of these things, these defining um, national level kinds of yeah. uh, experiences as well as local experiences. So I did stuff with the Olympics, right, you know, carrying the flag and participating as a wow. dancer in different activities. And uh, um, when the Super Bowl came, I was a dancer with the Super Bowl. Like, like the, wow. you know, getting, performance was a driving aspect of being a kid. And it was a social uh, a social marker. It was a cultural marker. It was, it was a it was a fusing thing for the greater Atlanta community. I know for a lot of folks who remember these things really, really um, well, and it, it 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 just it's like a tattoo on your on your on your your childhood. Yeah. And, yeah. and those things that's what we we drive with. You know, I know a lot of artists who uh, who drive with those kinds of memories and seek to create those kinds of you know major uh, experiences in the art world, regardless of of, of medium. Was was there a moment that you realized, hey, I'm kind of pretty good at this? <laughs> uh, I think I I think I did as a kid, right? Yeah. Like you know, um, I got a lot of really great opportunities, and and you know, uh, my mentors and the teachers were saying, yeah, if you're making money, then you're a professional, and you need to act as such. Wow, and that's what yeah. I, that was what what was called for from me. You know, at that early age, at 10, 11, you are a professional act wow. as such, act accordingly. I remember getting fussed at. I remember getting, you know, you know, crying if my mother made me late because they said, if you're late, it's not, it's not, it's not her fault. It's your fault you're late. So it's like, wow. you know, oh my God. <laughs> I can't be late. You know, like professionalism was, was, was very much a part of, uh, of that development, not just about talent. It was about, you know, from the left to the right, from the right. kind of like, you know, fueling the business part a little bit too. You know, this is how you act as a as a professional. This is how you behave as an actor. This is how you behave as a dancer. This is how you this is how you care for your work. Right? So yeah, um, yeah that was that was that was my wow. experience. Wow. A lot of folks' experience. Well, as you've transitioned into acting, I'm sure you probably still dance some maybe I don't we can know. <laughs> well, well, I do too. I'm an award-winning Bojangles dancer, so I'll have to send you some video. Oh shoot! No, let me see. <laughs> let me see. <laughs> but, but as you transitioned into acting, and and said, yeah, this is something I'm going to pursue a little bit more. Do you do you find that you appreciate stage or film better, or do you like them both for different reasons? It's the latter. Like okay. they call for different things. I mean, they right. call for for a muscle that has been exercised and rooted from theater, right? right. But 
there's a different quality to the film and the television experience. There's a different quality to the performance art experience, right? right? Cause I, I live in that realm as well. And then quality to theater, right? And so, um, um, I carry that through each one. You have to sometimes be reminded, hey, this is this, or you, you tell yourself, okay, for performance art, this is, this is something that's going to be a bit more audience driven, right? And, and, and less, uh, bounded in the way that film and TV may be, or, or theater for that matter. And theater is, 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 um, is live and it's, and it's, it's really, really like guttural and there's, it's, it's a, it's a different kind of pace. And then film and TV has a different intimacy that is, yeah. you know, has a peculiarity to it that, you know, it's, it's, it, and you have to call it intimacy because it's so, it's just so close. It's a, a different kind of haptic encounter. So, um, but theater is the, is the beginning of that for me. And, and it, and there's something, a quality that runs through each of those things that started with theater. But I don't, I don't, want to put one before the other yeah. because I love them all yeah. for, for, for their uniqueness and uh, I get to express various aspects of myself as a result of traversing all of them. I, I think that is the beauty of being able to act is that versatility of bouncing between those different uh, versions of expression mm-hmm. and the different things that it can call from you. Uh, the different skills it can call from you, the different uh, joys and pains and just pure emotion that you can get from the different avenues of it. And yeah. I, I think you captured it so, so well uh, that yeah. it is, you, you do, you navigate it and you have to navigate it in different ways. Yeah. It's calling on something within you that you may not know that you have. Right. Because a lot of the times I, as an actor, have, uh, you know, I lead with the body a lot. You know, uh, considering dance was my first uh, medium, like, uh, people call on me to do things that I might not have done. Like, I thought, like Tom Jones at Horizon asked me to do, you know, aerials. And wow. I had to learn them in like two weeks. Okay, wow. well, you just got to say yes and dive in. Yes. And another time they asked me to do, uh, you know, aerials on silks at the Alliance. And you just got to dive and, dive, you know, return. You have to say um, yes to a spiritual experience. And I think, you know, regardless of religion, there's something, there's an opening up, a tenderness that is experienced by allowing yourself to do something like that. And you will get hurt. You may be you may be literally hurt, emotionally hurt, but that's a part of um, a part of the opening up of the self. Yeah, and if we say no to those opportunities, they may never come to us again. And that's the beauty of of saying yes, saying yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> Well, let's let's say yes to the movie The Devil to Pay. I got a chance oh, to uh, talk to Lane and Ruckus Sky, the directors and writers uh, of this film, and uh, you are the lead. You are one bad mama. Let me tell you that in this movie. I'm telling you what. <laughs> um, and I was honestly just captivated by you. And uh, Lane and Ruckus both said they wrote this role for you. And isn't that incredible? I mean, when somebody when somebody sees you in a role and writes it for you, I mean, how yeah. can how can you not say yes to that? 
<laughs> yeah. They they okay, so they saw me in something and then they said they said, Hey, uh, can we eat, sit down, eat have some coffee, da, da, da. So we literally sat down and talked about genres. They right. talked about what do you like, Daniel? What do you want to do? And so I just spat some stuff that I was interested in. I said thrillers, I said action, I said I don't know. A lot of things that were in that, you know, heavy duty kind of body moving kind of killer shit, you know. (laughs) And then a few months later, we sat down again. This time we had tea. Uh, And and they said we have Reckoning because, you know, the previous title was Reckoning. And so they said, you know, let us know. And so I read it and I was like, ooh, look at this. Black, a black Appalachian. This is interesting. So that was something that made me say, Yes, what is this experience? I was like, black people live in Appalachia. I was <laughs> you know, uh, but I was like, okay, cool. This is because you know, if if I'm if I'm going to be this character, if I'm going to help tell this story, my black political body as a black mother, uh, as a black uh, Appalachian, you know, it's that's gonna that's gonna say something, and that has a particular history to it. So then I said, oh, this is intriguing. Let's go. You know, yeah, so, yeah. so, so then, you know, over the next month, few months after that, auditions with, you know, folks, kids and, and, and talking with people and it just, it just, it just rolled. It just started to roll. And next thing you know, we were spending a month in the, uh, in the, in the Blue Ridge Mountains. Of yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I tell you, um, your story arc was, your character arc was pretty, uh, pretty amazing as well because in, in the beginning of this film, you, you definitely have a mother who is very protective of a child, but there's also a bit of uh, you're a little bit afraid of what is going on, but that changes. And uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts on bringing this character to life, especially since it was one that was written for you. And how did you take that character off of the page, off of the script and bring it bring her to life in in such a dynamic way it doesn't hurt that my actual legit birth son (laughs) played my child oh Uh, wow i did not know that no no tell you that yeah wow play coy my son they first of all they asked they're like i think that we we did a couple auditions with some other kids and then they said Hey, do you think Ezra would audition? And Ezra had just auditioned for another short, and he wasn't pleased with his audition. So he was like, I'm going to take a break. And then they asked it again after he had said no. And they said, hey, man, Ezra, you sure? They really want to see how you do. He said, okay, I'll give it a try. So he auditioned, and he wanted to audition again. And he wanted to do again and again, like just in that, like, space. And so that's how Ezra came aboard. And so that made it that much more. um, Oh, yeah that much more tender and that much more personal. But, yeah. you know, uh, this is this is just a very primal, like, basic survival um, tale. That's what this is. And we're talking about, you know, a bubbling rage that happens with, particularly in the black experience, when people are pushing you and they, and, and you know you don't need to be pushed and you've done the thing that you needed to do. And so it's, it's, it's you keep poking the bear, you keep poking the bear, the right. bear don't bite you. Yeah. So that's what that's what drives that, and the need to protect my son. That's right. enough energy, you know, right there to 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 say okay, to pull everything up from the page. You're fucking with my kid. Yeah, it's, it's a wrap. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, as a as a dad of of two, I I, I know that feeling, and uh, you know, my wife and I mm-hmm. both talk through this about our love for our kids and what how we will mm-hmm. do anything for them, even mm-hmm. though the, yep. they're not young. You know, they're not two or three or four or five anymore. They're they're young adults and actually adults now, <laughs> but they're still our children, and we'll still do yeah. anything in the world for them. And uh, I think there are times that we can be pushed to the to the limit, or people can start picking at a thread. And at some point, we're going to unravel, and you better watch out. And that is exactly what happened in this film. And you had such, uh, you know, just talk about the emotion that you had. I was just, I was just in tears at times, and I was just, mm. um, just. Um, angry at times. It, you, you, there were so many different things going on um, that I was experiencing, and I, I just got to tell you, absolutely incredible, incredible performance. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, it's hard to watch, like sometimes, you know, because you you know the places you go in order to access those kinds of things. I know the experience of of, of loss. You, you know the experience of of folks challenging your your family dynamic. And you just bring you bring everything you po- you possibly can to to the day of, um, and 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 that's what I did, you know. And I, yeah. I worked well with with Lane and and Ruckus. They're you know they're both sides of the coin. There's a softness and a strength to them. Yeah. And I think we worked well in in uh, in in nuancing the things that needed to be nuanced. Um, um, through throughout the the shoot so yeah one of the things they said that i want to share with you uh that they said you know after um after the first you know day they were like okay we don't really need to direct she is so good she is just so good she just nails it on every day yes they did i'm not even gonna let them like ride with that you know they're you know it it's a you want as an actor you want to go back and forth you're supposed to fight for the character you're supposed to fight for yourself because those you know those things are coming through uh, in the work, so um, but I, I think we 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 vibe very well, you know. Uh, <laughs> well, you you had a great. I remain on set, but that's not me. That's, that's <laughs> <laughs> well, you had a wonderful cast to work with as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. I I handled a lot on the, on my own. Like there were a lot a lot of solitude, a lot of walking. Right. Right, but then when I got to be in in cahoots with folks with Catherine Dyer, with 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 Adam Boy, like with Jason, like with Brad, they are. It was there's a levity that's brought when other folks were in the scene and and attention. So it was beautiful to 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 play with that with them because they're a crazy family. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, uh, well, I really uh, really appreciate you taking time, Danielle to spend with us talking about your uh, work in the arts and the film The Devil to Pay. Do you have any other thoughts or comments you want to to share about your work or about this film? No, oh, I'm just excited for people to see it. You know, it's that was you know, it's the time frame for getting a film to people is so long or sometimes it's sure it just depends but this the experience of indie filmmaking in Atlanta is really beautiful in Georgia is is phenomenal and I just wanna big up the cast and the crew. We were a mighty small bunch but I think we made something that um 
that speaks to a particular political understanding now and folks fighting back and rage being focused and intentional. And um, I just, you know, I'm, I'm just proud of the work that we did, and I can't wait for people to see it and let me know how they feel. Danielle Deadweiler, thank you so much for your time, and you are incredible, and I really, really appreciate you, and I hope we can talk again sometime soon. Thank you so much, No, My pleasure. For Meet Me in the Movies, for Elements of Madness, and for Cinema Scene, I'm Noel T. Manning II, and for this week, that is a wrap.